Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviret, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Taviran, a Wheel of Time podcast. You have come upon the greatest <laughs> podcast in the history of podcasts. Well, we try and do what we can, I know. Uh, my name is Rob, and I am not running solo. I am here with... Woohoo, Rich! I'm back! <laughs> Richard, how you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm back. You're back I, and better than ever, right? Uh, I feel great. I don't, I don't know what has happened. So woke well, up from slumber. <laughs> we had the one magical chapter where we had three of us together. We had princesses climbing on trees. We had Queen's Court. We had all kinds of shenanigans. And, you know, Bill and I have been kind of alternating, so running solo. But we are now up to chapter 45, Rich. We, we are in the ways, and we are making our way through, and we are going to, as the chapter reads, What Follows in Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to so, go to the shadows. No. Um, what was that? <laughs> I don't want to go to the shadows. That's crazy. Only talk. the shadow knows. Lame. <laughs> Lame. Oh man. Oh, I'm glad to have someone to talk to. I know, right? <laughs> well, and like I said, oh. to make sure the listeners know that I apologize. I have not been around a lot. I've had a lot of stuff going on personally um, with this sh- with the other show, the relaunch. Um, things like that, uh, and then Bill and, and Rob have stepped in and really done a fantastic job. I look forward to continue this. Did you know, Rob, that we are on episode 40-something of this show? I know. That's so insane. 45? We're almost done book one. Yeah, holy crap. And if this was like a four-book series, that'd be like meaning something. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It does not mean a thing. <laughs> We're done. We're not even 10% of the way through. Like four percent, but we're yeah. making progress. Eh. And then the thing is, like after this, I've got to go do another podcast recording right after this show. <laughs> it's like holy crap! I don't have a personal hey. life. Hey, you're a popular guy. People want to talk to you. I, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> how's how's the training coming along? It's going good. Although I've had to take a break for a couple of days, so like a week. Okay. Um, I guess I have some strain on my back that's causing. Um, e- like inflammation on my back. So I've been going to a chiropractor. Okay. I've got an appointment tomorrow morning um, just to make sure I'm all tip top in shape because I'm old. And the more things I do to my body, the more, you know, it breaks down. We, we haven't really delved me. into the whole age thing, but, but don't say you're old when you're talking to me. I mean, <clears throat> I'm oldish. That would just make me just plain old. There you go. See, look, it's, there's levels of the old. Yes. There's the ish and the old and holy crap old. So, no, you're not <laughs> Holy there. crap old is a couple weeks away for me, so let's be careful. That's Bill's age. It's fine. <laughs> that's after the UK conversion. He's, he's, he's old as fuck. Yeah, that's right. You know, he's, uh, he's old. <laughs> I miss him. Good old Bill. Yep. Yeah. He, he mentioned he's got the, the boss man in town this week, so that's why he couldn't, he couldn't make it, make it today. Yeah. But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll let, we'll let him slide. He does enough work. He's done a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for us recently. So With his billion other podcasts. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Good times. 
<laughs> so we don't have any iTunes reviews as of uh, this pod to, to speak of, but you know, as, as always, whatever podcasting app you use, I think Apple is one of the only ones left that actually has review mm-hmm. mechanisms with podcasting, but it only helps us try to make the best podcast we can. So if you are an Apple podcast user, please rate review the podcast and let us know how we're doing and what we can do to make things better. That's right. Yeah. And that leads us into our Wheel of Time news. Uh, as I mentioned uh, last week on the, on the Counter Ketchup Pod, we are kind of in a uh, lockdown. No real iron-clad news is coming out. A lot of speculation, a lot of hype. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of trying to take the high road and, and not buy into any hype to speculate on right now. Um, I've seen some some screenshots of the Amazon series. Um, on Twitter and stuff, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I am too. I'm a little nervous. Well, I that's what I pitched. I, I pitched a hashtag and I posted it to Twitter just the other day. Faith hashtag faith in Rafe is what yeah. I said. You know, don't forget Rafe Judkins is is as much a fanboy of this of this podcast as anybody on the Twitter of Time hashtag. The way I worded it, if you think something doesn't quite seem right. Odds are Rafe thinks that as well. So he'll yeah. do. I have faith in his abilities to, to do right by the fandom of this show. Yep. And then you got to think too, you've got Sanderson, Brandon Sanderson out there. Um, I think, didn't he poke his head around there a little he bit? He did. I think, I think he proved the first couple scripts too. Yeah. He, so approved, he proved them. That's good. And then you've got um, his, uh, you got family members of Robert <laughs> Jordan. They've kind of poked around a little bit yes. too. So they've got a lot of people around that have a vested interest in the series that are not going to make it so bad. Correct. Like I, that's why I have a little bit of faith in it. I feel like it's going to be okay. If they didn't have those people around and they just said, we're just going to make the wheel of time series. I'd be really nervous. True. There is one aspect though that I will say I am nervous about, you know, how everybody was freaking out that they hadn't cast time in. Oh God, did they cut time out? We don't have time. Blah, 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 blah. Well, we, we don't have a bin and Elaine and an unnamed third female character who hasn't appeared yet in our in our read through. We don't know a who are they going to be cast by, b if they're going to be cast at all, and without more spoilers, it's, it, I might have to cut this out. But, uh, Careful. I know a piece of the storyline may or may not be tweaked with based on how these uh, females are casted. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's peel back the curtain. A couple of uh, solo pods ago, I went on a 10 minute um, spiel about this. And then I literally out loud said to myself, I just spoiled a whole bunch of crap. This will never see the light of day. And I had to cut out about 10 minute chunk that of, is awesome. of talking. <laughs> Luckily, happens. I cut myself. I yeah. caught myself. So Luckily, you don't have, you know, you didn't have me around here because that'd have been really sad. <laughs> or Bill would have been just, just yelling and cursing at me. Oh yeah! God damn it, Rob! Shut up! God damn, shut up! Yeah, but yep. you just gotta call. Me. You just have to. I, I I started coining this phrase out to people. You just gotta start calling Bill a bitch ass. <laughs> just uh, shut your bitch ass mouth, Bill. Shut your bitch ass mouth. I just like saying that. I don't know why. It just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. So, Especially when you talk to Bill. <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. Uh, here we go. Here's the tangent. We love you, Bill. Uh, at this time now, it's according to the the um, 
outline here that Mr. Bill puts, for, puts forward for us. It says here, a word from our sponsors. So Rich, you're on. I have sponsor. I'm a sponsor. Holy crap. Let's hear words from me. <laughs> and now words with Rich. <laughs> All, All right. right. See, look at that. We said it together. All right. That's what, those were words from our sponsors from me. Words from my heart to you. <laughs> Very eloquently spoken. Yes. I missed this. <laughs> so, Rich, we are... Coming down the final um, final turn of this book one, we are all the way now up to chapter 45. What follows in shadow? When Bill last did his pod, he was on 44. Rand and company had made their way into the ways. They went into some random guy's cellar to some random ancient wall and passed through into this infinite darkness with stone islands and bridges and just kind of, ev not evil, but kind of dark and gloomy settings. And now they're making their ways, and, and that's where we kind of pick up the pace, pick up the uh, chapter here. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Since the last time we spoke, like I said, it was chapter 40. A lot's happened between then and now. So what are your thoughts in the last few chapters? Well, okay, I'm going to throw this out there. I have a theory on something. Oh, boy, I love your theories. I know. My theory is pretty awesome. Um, I thought about this the other day. Um, what if... Hear me out. What if Rand was still tenderly back at the farm in Edmonds Field? He actually got a fever. He's having fever dreams. And this is whole thing is him being delirious. Oh, boy. Sorry, that's just a weird tangent. Okay. So <laughs> when did he wake up at that memorial light? Yeah, the very end of it, he wakes up and he's like, holy crap, where, where have I been? His dad wakes been up. been sleeping for three years. Dad was like, you've been asleep for like 20 minutes. What the hell? <laughs> That's that's a whole quantum leap there for the entire 14 books worth of stuff happening in 20 minute you're, green. You're welcome, people. Anyways, so <laughs> what I thought in the past with the chapter and everything, I went back and, and looked at it. Being mm -hmm. all serious now, um, I can definitely see the the transition into a more of a climactic scenes going forward because you've got everybody finally back together. Yep, they're making their way from one spot to they're making their way from. <laughs> Um, the ways to their final destination to get to where they can find the eye, eye of the world. Yes. That's their goal. So mm -hmm. I, I do like what Robert's done getting it from, and I'll admit it, the, the very middle of the book was kind of dry. Now you've got a more uptick of conflict and things are happening. You see the whole group finally at the, the ways and traveling the way gates uh, going to Faldara. I had, I had a yes. burp there for a second. My chest. All right. Like, oh God. I'll put the explicit tag on there for, for excessive belching. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they've, they've had their chance. They're in the town. What town were they in underneath this, uh, bar house? Camelin. So yep. they were there recap from everybody. They made their way into, um, the, this barkeep's basement, you know, broke in there. Um, loyal yeah. broke in, broke the lock, got in the basement, basically breaking in and, they need to get from there to, to the ways because they're being chased by mm -hmm. Trolloc Trollocs. Got them bitch-ass Trollocs chasing them again. And then you've got um, – was, was there any anybody else chasing him too? Well, it, it, first off, before anybody corrects us, I think Maureen was the one who did the actual breaking and entering. Loyal just led them there. Yes, Loyal knew <laughs> where it was because he knows where all the way gates are. Yeah, they're, they're OG 
they were for the OGR and he could sense where they were. Yeah. So he knew. So Moraine is committing, breaking, and entering. Yeah. She's so they the were kind one. of like on two levels, they were kind of screwed. Yeah. They couldn't stay in the city because Elida Sedai would have found Rand and mm-hmm. two other Taviren and a blue sister. That's correct. Nothing could that could not happen. Secondly, they couldn't leave the city because as we found out, the dagger that Matt had was a honing beacon. So Correct. outside the city gates were just so much, so much fades uh, and trollocs and all that, that there was no way they could make it out. Yeah, because they were screwed either way. Because what they Matt did, were they were screwed bad. Because what they, because Matt, what he did was he took that dagger, made him sick. They were able to sustain the illnesses of the dagger. Yeah. You know, he got that that thief thing going on, and he freaked out. Um, so yeah. he's got the beacon from the the Trollocs and everybody, and you got this crazy white lady from <laughs> the Blue Aja wanting to kill Rand because he's special. Red Aja. Red Aja. I thought it was, I said blue. You said blue. Blue is Moraine. Blue is like... Moraine. Red is Red Aja. Yeah, Red Aja is crazy as hell. Um, and they're the ones that actually dumbify the false dragons. I think. The yeah the the red the red. Well, we're kind of getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves. Sorry, that's all right. The, the, I can tell you that Moraine is of the blue and yep. Elida is of the red. And let's just say they have very difference of opposite opinions? views. Yes, they yeah. have very opposite views in the world, and more specifically, male males who can channel. Yeah, um, I must so, say they hate men. Uh, you could say that. Yeah, the red Aja is definitely not about the man. It's okay. It's all right. No big deal. Yeah. Yes. So now we're here. They're in the ways. So we get, they're in the ways. And my first note here says uh, as as they left off with chapter 44 they had come across a gap in the bridge a jagged gap in the bridge that they were crossing which was their first kind of roadblock as we as we know these islands and bridges appear to be suspended in thin air which it and there's my no shit. do what that would freak my shit it freaked their shit too yeah and the pit the the, the fall seemed to go on endlessly so it was like a few, like maybe a four or five foot jump, or I forget the exact distance in the gap in the bridge. No one was going to be like, screw that. We're not going to try and jump that, especially with the horse. The horses, you know, one horse doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it. they can't risk that. I mean, no, they were, I think they did have a thought of that. And like, nope, not going to happen. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, not that anybody was jumping. Rain peered over the edge as, yeah. much, as much as you can, and he just looked into absolute nothingness. There was yeah. no bottom in sight. Then had to fall on loyal, I even though that. even though he's in partial shock over the decay of the bridge and just how this was supposed to be a sign of, of peace and happiness and thanks from the males from the male channelers. You know the evil from the taint has seeped into this place and has just become dark, dank, gloomy, and now decaying to the to the point where the bridges are collapsing on themselves. But he says he can still backtrack and find a way to get them to the far doll. Oh my God, my words. Far doll, fall Dara. Fall Dara gate. There we go. I could say it. You oh, can. I know. I believe I you. I did it. Oh, so they have to double back now, which is like, oh, great. 
Well, it was bad enough they had to they're going through all this doom and gloom, gloomy places. But now it's like, well, can't go that way. Let's turn around. And then after a while of them making backtracking and some loyal homesickness, the party sets up camp for the night or what they believe is the night. You know, yep. they have no, no concept of day, day or nighttime, but, but land the, the beast that he is, is keeping an internal clock. And he's like, all right, camp here to, we're going to camp here for now. Must be night somewhere. Right. Yeah. Because he's that special. Yeah. Um, one thing, and I don't know if this is not, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will, I will bring awareness to loyal and him uh, talking about his Shang, studying Shanghai and okay. that he gets homesick. That is something that is something to note that loyal is homesick that for a later book and a later theme with loyal. Um, this is probably the first time that he mentions that he's, that he's uh, longing for his homeland. Let's put it that way. Well, that's because he's been he's been gone for so long, technically. Well, so long in people years, but not in Ogier years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's like he's like a young teen in, in Ogier years. He's at Justin Bieber age. Yep, yep. So they're sitting around a campfire, trying to keep it in themselves. You know, eating whatever rations they have. It's not like a it's not a place that exudes a lot of exhilarating conversation, but literally just out of left field. Uh, Ma Rain makes a random proclamation. She goes, she believes that Tom is not dead, for he is too important to the pattern. And I yes. think I commented, yes, I think I commented uh, a couple of chapters ago to when Rand was reunited with everybody. They said, where's Tom? Instead of just saying Tom is dead, the, the answer kind of got upgraded to, I think Tom is dead, or Tom may be dead. Because remember when he when he first came into the Queen's Blessing and met Basil Gill and he explained like what Tom did and he's presumed dead and all that. Basil took that. He's like, mm, you don't know Tom as well as you think you do. He, that that old coot might have found a way might have found his way out of that situation. Yeah. And they needed a body. He needed a body. He's like, until you bring me a body, I, I won't <laughs> yep. believe that. Yep. And then Maureen kind of compounds that thought. And then she says, you know what? That old juggling fool is pretty important. I think I think he's still kicking somewhere. It's funny how she had a connection with Tom too, because the two of them didn't really have a lot of conversations at the time that they were together. But that's a little note thing to kind of make a notation for. Ma Rain believes Tom is not dead. Yep, because <clears throat> she could feel him. Sorry, that got real dark there. Really, like really, uh, like porno style. He, she could feel him. Bam, chicken, wham, wham. Sorry. Anyway, I'm going to let that one just kind of float to the floor. Uh, yes, I missed this for sure. <laughs> Explicit rating. Here we come. Dude, you dropped the F-bomb a couple times. Already, I so did. Already. I don't want to hear or, that. Or, 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 you know what? I also said, you know, instead of the F-bomb, because in, 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 in Wheel of Time, they say bloody ashes. You dropped the B-A bomb. That's true. Which is also stands for bitch asses. <laughs> I was thinking bad attitude, B.A. Baracus, but hey, it's all it's all cyclical, right? That's right. That is right. <laughs> Bill's gonna get so pissed. No, you, you know you don't. You hear you want it. You want us to piss Bill off? What? Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> Ant Man's the greatest movie of all time. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd made the MCU. He, I mean. <laughs> We'll go there, but yeah, we kind of 
right. Cool. All right. That, that, so that was your tweak. Yeah. Our tweak bill tangent has been fulfilled. Check that one off. All right. Yes. Okay. So we are still sitting around the campfire. And when you have a group of uh, 16 to 18 year old boys and they have nothing better to do, what happens? They talk about girls. Oh, I was going to say something different, but okay. <laughs> I'm, glad I, I'm glad I answered that before you did. Yes, we're just going to skip over it. So all this leads into talking about men. And then Matt kind of thought it would be funny if he teased Rand about all the attention that, that uh, she gave him. Matt was kind of, he was, he was tweaking Rand. He's like, oh, hey, uh, that man, she was, she was kind of pretty. You know, I, I'm not sure about women wearing pants like that with short hair, but but she had a pretty face, but she sure took a liking to you, huh, Rand? By golly, she did. <laughs> Rand's attitude is like, shut up. Yeah, he's trying to stab him. Oh, I know. <laughs> he was. He, he grabbed his dagger from him and stabbed him with it himself. That's right. And and of course, Egwene starts to ears start to perk up. Oh, really? She took a liking to you. Why would, she, why would she like you, Rand? I mean, you're just you're just Rand. Why, what, what's so special about you? And 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 Elaine, who's this Elaine too? And she she starts to start to whip herself up into a little bit of a frenzy as her Matt was trying to do. And then love Perrin. Perrin jumps in. He and he's like, "What about Aram? You were dancing with him for for three days or something like that." Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "I forgot about that guy." Yeah. And then Egwene had to it all stop full. She's like, "Oh." Hmm, time for bed. I think I should go to bed now. She and then dancing with a hippie. <laughs> and then that's when Perrin gives Rand a little, I got your back, buddy. It's good. I got you. You know so. what? Out of all this whole thing, I'm surprised they just didn't pick Matt up and chuck him off the side. <laughs> I mean, they could do it. Yeah, you know, I would just say, Rah! and it'd just fall forever. Watch, watch that first step. It's a Lulu. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> So we've got past that. They they've done ribbing Ra, uh, Rand. <laughs> Rib me? Um, what? Yeah, rib you. No, they're done ribbing him because of you know the women, because apparently Rand is such a ladies' man. Yeah, he's, um, he's a hottie. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. So they finally they get everybody back up. They have breakfast. Um, I guess Land can sense when the sun rises, too. Sure. Nothing is beyond the abilities of Alan Mandragorn. Correct. So after they've done all that, Moraine even asked Lan if she can ask him what he's feeling while they're in the ways. Um, if there's somebody following. Yes. Now, is yes, there somebody that's... following them? Mm, we don't know. Ooh. I know, but I know. we don't know. I know. <laughs> okay, you know. But I love the fact that it's like Lan, Lan says, yes, I, I, something's following us. And without even a thought, Matt just turns around and shoots an arrow off into the darkness yeah, behind like, him. Like an idiot. Like a complete idiot. <laughs> like like something's going to go, ow, that hurt. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't even know what, just, there's someone behind us. Oh, no. What if, and what then, if this, what if this shot the arrow, it goes out in the distance and they don't hear anything. Flashes over to Kevin or Trollic, who's got a damn arrow stuck in his foot going, where the fuck that arrow come from? He's crying. <laughs> How the hell did he, what the hell? <laughs> awesome. But it's just like, the, the, like, that could be kind of a funny scene, like in the original Lord of the Rings where, where Gandalf tells everybody to be quiet and then Mary accidentally knocks over like the skeleton with the chains and it's just like this big loud noise for a minute 
and he's just standing there like, whoops, didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. This could be a kind of a cool thing right here. Someone's behind us. What? So, yep. I think that, that, that'd be a good scene. We yeah, it'd be a good down. scene. Yep. yep. All right. I'm, I'm going to turn, you're going to hear the turn, the turning of the page of my notes. So, yes. Okay. So you do that. So I've got, I think they even asked to, Moraine even asked Land, like, does he follow the dark one? The only thing is, he can't tell because of what's down there, like in the ways. Uh, the mm-hmm. taint is so bad that, he, I mean, he can't really tell if it's actually part of the person that serves the light or if it's the person that serves the dark one. Just, they don't, he doesn't just know. something. Just like, eh. I mean, he could. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to so, deal with it, though. Uh, they make their way up to the next guiding. Bill missed this the perfect opportunity here because. You know, the whole thing with these guidings is like stone tablets that kind of tell you which way to go to which city you want to go to. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I'm thinking of a you are here map that you find in a mall or an airport. Sure. That's exactly where my brain went. And I'm thinking this is the you are here map. So you are here. I want to go here. So you got left here, right here. Right, that, that, that's that. I'm sure that's so <laughs> they come to the next guiding and they find it desecrated. They find it scratched. And with just marks and just, just just desecrated. Luckily, Loyal was able to pick out the bits that he needed to find the, the new path to Faldara. But Maureen was able to look at this and see the desecration and immediately was able to put two and two together and realized, yep, Trollocs and Fades how made their way into the wave. Yep. And that solves the problem of how did so many get so far south so unnoticed. Yep, so. that's true. That's that is a way to do that. The other thing too is, yeah. you know, just like it was in uh Shale is it Shale Ghoul? No, wait. Where's the uh, Shadar Logoth? Shadow Shadow Logarth. Logoth. So they don't go in there. Trollocs don't go in there just, you know, just willy-nilly. Mm-mm. Right? It's New the same, sir. It's the same thing actually for the ways. They got to be oh. pushed through all that. And yep. the fades have to push them in, but then the question is, well, what's pushing the fades? Right? That's true. Fades don't want to go in there either. Kev, you know, Kevin's like, nah, nah, and then something's behind Kevin whipping him into shape. Kind of dampens the dampens the mood now because if Kevin's and Fr- and Trollocs are now making their way through the ways, then the borders, the borderlands, serve no purpose theoretically. Because everybody, they can now bypass the borderlands and come straight into Edmonds Field or straight into Camelin or whatever. So this kind of adds another layer of complexity to the entire conflict. Which is weird. I mean, why didn't they think about that? You know, did they believe well, that the ways were dead? I mean, that nobody. No, they believe that dark creatures of the Dark One really do not go in there because the, the evil that has seeped into the ways. I think they said dates even Trollocs and Fades, and it's just an ancient, ancient evil that no one ever wants to mess with. Yeah. Now, Moraine logically deduced that this was their only option because they couldn't stay in Camelot and they couldn't leave through the gates of Camelot. So their only other option was this. It's either death, death, maybe death. So we'll take the maybe death option. Yeah, they're stupid for believing that they couldn't go in there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's never happened before. This is like a first-time event, so... Yeah, first time for everything. True. But this is true. So... Just saying. You know, I know, I know. And and as they start to make their way past the desecrated guiding is when things start to get a little interesting. Didn't they find a body down there? 
Um, yeah, did I miss that part? Yes, they yeah. found they found Trollocs encased in stone. Okay, that's what make sure. So it's been a while. Yeah. Those bodies have been there for a while. Yeah, okay. yeah, and I think they believed that it was. Um, Oh, that's my next note. That's right. That the, they believe that this was some sort of security system that the that the uh, Waygates had, like okay. from when it was originally created, and that that could be another reason why Trollocs and Bates never went in there because there was this kind of ancient security system that sensed the evil and just jacked them up. Not even hunted. Like wherever they would, wherever these guys were, they just got turned to stone. Just oh. zzz, you're dead. That's handy. And kind of creepy, but it it is very creepy. You know the, the looks of the trollocs is trollocs as they're being turned to stone. The faces are just like <gasps> I, mean, I can't even make you know I don't even know how to make a face of someone who's been turned to stone. But the horrifying, can't be pretty. the horrifying and, look is amazing. Yes, and it was after this that Rand kind of comments to himself. It's nice to feel the window. My window feel. Ah, nice to feel the wind on the back of my neck, even if it is cold. Wait a second. And then he said, hey, Loyal, I thought you told me there was no wind here in, in the ways. There's not. Wait, what? There's, he, you know, he kind of stops, looks back to Rain, sniffs the air, and it's like, no. No. There is no wind here. It's the black wind, or or as they called it, and then I, it's a black I mispronounce, wind. it's the black wind, but the other name, if I mispronounce, Machin Shin. Everyone, yes. now it's time, everyone, move your ass. It's, yeah. you know, Loyal cries out and he's like, he's not excitable, but this is the entire reason he did not want to go this route. Which is weird how this, the ways are a really big space. Infinite, as far as we know. Okay. And the black wind was able to track them down with only being in there for like two days. Two days, we believe. Time time runs differently. Correct, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that in in an in infinite, well, seemingly infinite space, any kind of movement or any kind of life activity will get noticed sooner sure. or later. Eh, that's true. And you I got know. fresh meat so willingly entering his lair, he'll seek it out and, and, and do his dirty work. Now everything has just gone into hyperdrive, galloping straight through. Run, run, run. We have to quickly read these guiding. I think it's one of the other. They're galloping, and they're at the last, they're at the second to last guiding, I think. And Maureen's like, Loyal, move it. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go. And then Loyal's like, oh, this way, follow me. And then, you know, they just take off. And it's like reading directions from your buddy who's like, take a left at the house that's red. What? <laughs> Or in the National Lampoon's vacation when they get lost in Chicago and Chevy Chase is getting the uh, directions from a guy who doesn't even live there. You remember that movie? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. It's a great movie. But right, follow down that road, turn left here and talk to some guy sitting in El Camino. That's my cousin. And he'll let you know which way to go. I'm not even from here. Yeah. They take off and it's it's now the action is ramped up. Loyal quickly figures out the way to fall Dara and everyone just hauls ass. And they make it, they make it to the way gate. Mm-hmm. And what happens when they get to the gate? It doesn't freaking open because it was missing the damn leaf. It fell off. There's no key. Yeah, now be, yeah. is the perfect time to panic. Oh yeah, and shoot an arrow off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. If he didn't do that already, he's he's definitely doing it now. I would have. I probably would have so cried a lot. Jordan even says that loyal howls like a howl of death. 
Yes. It's just when, when Maureen's like, the key's not here, then everybody starts to, well, now we're, now we're screwed. I'm going to die. <laughs> so, I put my next note here says Maureen uh, mimics Qui-Gon Jinn from Star Wars. Yes. And she takes, and she takes her staff and, and produces not the clean, crisp fire that she did earlier in the book, but a more warped, burping kind of fire to sear a hole into the stone. Similar to in the scene of episode one where Qui-Gon Jinn took his lightsaber and just stuck it in the door and carved out an opening. Yes, I that's, like that. That's that's, gonna, the, that's the picture I have. Yeah, so I'm going to make a door. <laughs> yep. You going to lock it up? Well, I'll make my own damn door. Yep. However, it is a slow process. Yep, so it, is, it sucks. Basically, every she's doing this, and everybody's just waiting to die while it's happening because they have they just know something evil's coming, known as the Black Wind. And now they have to wait for this door to be made big enough to fit an Ojir. As the party slowly makes through the hole that Maureen made, she fires more of that warped fire into the black wind, into the black wind. And Machin Shin does slow down and scream in agony. And when it does, Rand hears countless voices coming from the wind. And what voices, the, what the voices say frightens Rand even more than the actual black wind itself. They start to feel the wind a little bit, not like it has them, but he starts to sense that it's near and he starts to hear voices. And the voices are just saying the most insane things that he can't even believe things are saying. Mm. Predator 2 movie was the best? <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that, that's not one of the best things I could ever hear, but... We can go with that. I couldn't even think of anything. anything the woman, of, uh... the woman-led Ghostbuster was amazing. <laughs> uh, what else I got there? Um, you go ahead, alienate yourself some more. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it was a good movie, anyways. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> D- the DC universe is better than the MCU. <laughs> Batflick was amazing. Christian Bale sucked. Jared Leto was the best, ba- uh, the best Joker ever. He was a good Joker, although I haven't, I haven't what? seen the me? recent one. I haven't he seen the recent one. He wasn't even in one. it. He wasn't even in it. I'm talking about Suicide Squad. He wasn't in it. He was in Suicide Squad. He was a body double. Jared Leto? Yes. It was not him. Anyways, we're getting oh, way boy. off topic. You need to look that up. Anyways. I, yeah, some, I guess. Check my facts. Those are some crazy things that the Black Wind said. <laughs> but it was mostly a lot about like uh you know peel the skin taste the flesh drink the blood stuff, stuff like that yeah stuff the joker would say <laughs> or 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 bolt ramsey too because the you know, game of forgot to make a game of thrones reference now yeah I mean, it's funny because the things that the black winds say are essentially the the, the uh the family crest of the house of ramsey yes murder the children <laughs> so we get a dramatic last second the way is open. Everybody through. And of course, Maureen has to be the last one out so she can seal the door back up because God forbid we don't want that crap out into the real world. No, that's just like also, ooh, I got another thing I could have said. Oh, <laughs> yes. The Phantom Menace was the best Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> uh, well, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, to our listeners... And to our Twitter Final followers, Final please. Fantasy 2 was the best. How about shut that? Your, you shut your mouth. <laughs> we should put it out there to our Final Fan, or not Final Fantasy, to our listeners here for the Taveran podcast. Tweet us at some of the most crazy things the Black Wind would say. 
What thing? What would be the most obscure, worst thing that could possibly be said by Machin Shin? Please, please keep That's it. Tommy Renpod. Keep it clean <laughs> and not so obscene, insane. And don't forget to tweet all of your Paul Rudd Paul Rudd praises to at Matunica M E T U N N I C A. Oh my God! Please do that. <laughs> that would be best because Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd tweets him himself. Oh my God! I would <laughs> that die. Would be the best. Oh Paul Rudd, if you're a listener, please tweet Matunica. That would just be the best. Yeah, screw screw the other thing I just said. Please just tweet random things, random facts about Paul Rudd to Matunica, please. Happy Paul Rudd Day. Yes. Oh, oh. Every day is Paul Rudd Day. <laughs> anyway, so they get uh, out we of the so ways. Close. We get out. Yeah, there's a there's a line. They get out of the ways. Yes, they get out of the ways. <laughs> so they do make it out on time. Maureen cannot give an exact explanation of what the Machin Shin is expect to say that it might be from the War of Shadow. So as, as I said earlier, this could be an ancient, ancient evil before Dark Ones, Dark Friends and, you know, Charlotte's invades. So the closest thing Maureen said could say is maybe it's from the War of the Shadow. She's not sure. Or in so, other terms, it's fucked up win. It's a crazy <laughs> ass win. Yep. Crazy, crazy ass wind. Let's just go with that. Bingo. Party now finds themselves in the borderlands and outside of, of Faldara, where the chapter ends. Where they think they're safe. Where they believe to be safe. So this will take us into Readings with Rob. Woohoo! Woohoo! I miss these. And now, the Taviren present to you Readings with Rob. Chapter 45 What Follows in Shadow? Later, there was a distant wind, too, off in the black somewhere. He could not say in which direction. At first, he thought it was his imagination. But with time, he became sure. It'll be good to feel the wind again, even if it is cold. Suddenly, he blinked. Uh, Loyal, didn't you say there isn't any wind in the ways? Loyal pulled his horse up just short of the next island and cocked his head to listen. Slowly his face paled, and he licked his lips. Machin Shin, he whispered hoarsely. The black wind, the light illume and protect us, it's the black wind. How many more bridges? Moraine asked sharply. Loyal, how many more bridges? Two, I, I think, two. Quickly then, she said, trotting Aldeeb onto the island. Find it quickly! Loyal talked to himself, or to anyone who was listening, while he read the gilding. They came out mad, screaming about Machin Shin. Might help us. Even those Aes Sedai's could heal. They... He scanned the stone hastily and galloped toward the chosen bridge with a shouted, This way! This time, Maureen did not wait to check. She urged them on to a gallop, the bridge trembling beneath the horses, lanterns swinging widely overhead. Loyal ran his eyes over the next guiding and wheeled the big mount around like a racer almost before it had stopped. The sound of the wind became louder, 
Rand could hear it even over the pounding of the hooves on stone. Behind them, Anne gusting closer. They did not bother with the last guiding. As soon as the light of the lanterns caught the white line running from it, they swung in that direction, still galloping. The island vanished behind, and there was only the pitted grey stone underfoot and the white line. Rand was breathing so hard, he was no longer sure if he could hear the wind. Out of the darkness the gates appeared, vine-carved and standing alone in the black like a tiny piece of wall in the night. Moraine leaned out of her saddle, reaching towards the carving, and suddenly pulled back. The Avendasaurus leaf is not here, she said. The key is gone. White, Matt shouted. Bloody white. Loyal threw his head back and gave a mournful cry, like the howling of dying. Edwin touched Rand's arm. Her lips trembled, but she only looked at him. He put his hand on top of hers, hoping he did not look more frightened than she did. He felt it, back toward the guiding. The wind howled. He almost thought he could hear voices in it, voices screaming vileness that, even half understood, brought bile up in his throat. Marraine raised a staff, and flames lanced from the end of it. It was not the pure white flame that Rand remembered from Emmons Field, and the battle before Shadar Logoth. Sickly yellow streaked through the fire, and slow drifting flecks of black, like soot, a thin acrid smoke drifted from the flame, setting loyal coughing and the horses dancing nervously. But Moraine thrusted at the gates. The smoke rasped Rand's throat and burned his nose. Stone melted like butter, leaf and vine withering in the flame and vanishing. The Aes Sedai moved the fire as fast as she could, but cutting an opening big enough for everyone to get through was no quick task. To Rand, it seemed as if the line of melted stone crept along its arc at a snail's pace. His cloak stirred, as if caught by the edge of a breeze, and his heart froze. I can feel it, Matt said, his voice quivering. White, I can bloody feel it. The flame winked out, and Marraine lowered her staff. Done, she said. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirNPod with your request. And that was Reading with Rob. I think I took the very high action pack scene where they made their way back into the real world from the ways. So we'll go from there. That's about all we have. Uh, next chapter, we have Fall Dara. The party has made their way halfway across the world and find themselves ever so close to the blight and finding life among the borderlands. What do you think about this chapter, Rich? What are your thoughts? What are your overall thoughts? Um, overall, it was a good chapter. You got to see some of the ways themselves and how vast they are to the story. Um, I know Jordan does a great job with, you know, creating different worlds and, and lore that go into this series. I mean, there's a lot. Uh -huh. um, we got our first yeah. taste of the ways. You get a taste of what's actually in the ways because they talk about it off and on about, you know, why people don't use these things. Because honestly, if you think about it, it's a pretty bitchin' way to travel. It really would be. But you got to. If you don't mind a painful, horrible 
death, death from the from the bitchy ass wind. Yeah, that's that's a bad thing. So I mean, that's <laughs> I, I thought the way that he set it up of why people don't use these things, why the O gear don't even go to it, um, and it also kind of closed that gap of the plot hole of how the uh, how the Trollocs and everybody got down to Emmons Field without anybody knowing. Correct. So I thought that was a great way to to kind of wrap that up into a bow. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It was a good chapter, and and and, it, and we are now kind of in the area of the final, lack of a better term, final battle, or the climax down. of book one. Yeah. Because final battle means something else in the series, but for this first book, we're approaching this, we're, where the climax is going to happen. Yep. We're right by where the eye is, we're right by where all the all the crunchy bits at the end happen. I love what happens in this next chapter. Um, we see some returning some old friends. Uh oh, can't Uh-oh. wait for that. No, uh, no, it's <laughs> gonna be crazy. So, hey, Rich, we have like ninety-seven million ways that people can reach out to us. Did you know that? Like, how many? Literally ninety-seven million thousand. Holy crap! That's even a number. <laughs> That's nuts. So, I'm I'm going through the list of things here. Bill has for for us to sign off. And first off, please rate and review. Our podcast, if you do listen on Apple, give us some love. If you don't like the Paul Rudd talk, nope. Not and wanna wanna dock us a star for it, go for it. We'll we'll take that in consideration. Not hell really, no, but I'm just saying. No. Hashtag <laughs> Paul Rudd for life. <laughs> Hashtag Paul Rudd for life. a week. Nope. Life. <laughs> I live by his ways. We are on Twitter, Taverin Pod, as I mentioned. Metunica, M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A for Bill, and Rich is on HailBlue1569. Yep. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And you- so we also have a, a pretty busting community at our Discord channel. We'd like to hear from you guys. No excuses now. There is a lot of people that talk in there. I'm not as active in it. I mean, I try to be. I have the other podcasts I'm on as well that I try to search my times through. But definitely come check us out on Discord. Have a yes. lot of commu- communications. There's a lot of much. things that, yep. And as I meant, uh, mentioned the last podcast, um, Bill actually did a little bit of a uh, house cleaning. He's gotten rid of the Guy Sean Asherman um, naming mechanisms. And if you wanted to be a specific Aja, he can have you there as well. But so that's you want to do that? I don't know. Uh, I also, as I teased last week, you need to check it out to at least see how Bill has me named in Discord and the conversation that Bill and I had in the women's circle uh, thread when I realized what he named me and how I now want to be called in that regard. Sorry to keep it so cryptic, but but you need to check out the conversation because it's actually pretty funny. Rich, if you haven't done so, it already. I'm doing it right now. What the hell did I miss? If you go in the women's says, oh, there's a whole, don't give it away to the listeners. I'm not going I want to, them it's to be awesome. Hang on. It, 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 um, not to toot my own horn, but it is so awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to challenge you. No, uh oh, you can't. Mm-hmm. You wear the white. Oh, no, oh. just kidding. I'll show you. <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, I don't know. Well, we have, um, two, two events going on. We have, the material lockdown. Uh, yes. Second yes. annual material lockdown uh, for a charity event to raise awareness for motor neuron disease, which unfortunately um, took Bill's mother from us a couple years ago. And long story short is you can play 
Final Fantasy VII, the OG version, with certain restrictions on your characters to make the gameplay more interesting. Yeah, it's a little uh, difficult. A little you difficult. Those, yeah, I like it. I mean, I can go on record because I can say this. I'm I'm world's first to beat the game in material lockdown mode. Woohoo! World's Whatever. first. Whatever. World's, world's last. No, no. My only claim to fame in this thing, besides besides this awesome podcast, is world's first at material lockdown. Oh, all right, all right. It's, <laughs> it comes on in five days, guys. Five days. Well, five days of the recording of this. It starts oh, on March third. No. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. That's okay. It should be happening uh, now. It should be. Um, Bill has a Twitter bot set up, so as you play the game, you can shoot the Twitter bot your character, and it'll fire back what his his or her role will be, and limit to what magic you want to use. Um, I also want to notate that if you are a, not a gamer and do not play video games at all, but still want to help, you can go to materiallockdown.com and directly donate. One hundred percent of all funds raised go directly to the Motor Neuron Disease Association. Yep, and it's a big so. it's a big deal to to Bill. It's very close to his heart. Yes, um, that charity of that that whole organization was very helpful to him um, and his family in his time of need. So it's something that we really like to make sure we do and and show some support to that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm all, all for helping out helping out there. Uh, second event I wanted to to mention uh, is. Podcasters Assemble Season 3. This season, for Season 3, they are going through the Jane Bond world, specifically the Daniel Craig movies, up until the release of the new movie. I think what's it called? No Time to Die? I don't really care. I don't like <laughs> Jane for, Bond series. Thanks, but thanks still go pitch, check it out. Thanks for pitching it. <laughs> but if you want to be part of that project, they, they are accepting um, audio submissions. If you go to probablywork.com, they will have a listing of the questions that you can answer. Simply just record yourself. Say who you are, what you're with, and answer the questions that you want and send in the audio and they will clip it and edit together to, to have you be part of this project. Or, you know, if you want to just listen to the pauses they come out, that's fine too. Season one, they did... They did the Avengers. Uh, yeah, MCU. MCU. Second season, they did Star Wars. And then this season now is Bond. Yep. So it's a good kind of community podcast project where different podcasts from all all of the world get together for, for a fun cause i may not like the james bond series but these guys do a great job guys they Don't do a great job putting it together and getting everybody involved yep what else do we got we have youtube i if we you search, have youtube yes if you search taveran on youtube subscribe and join the conversation guys we like Leave almost comments. have 80 subscribers that just blows my mind what? 80 youtube subscribers can you believe that that's insane i know I know. Thanks to everybody. I mean, as I mentioned before, every time I see like one new listen or a new subscriber or, or anything, a comment or a review, I, I'm so humbled. I'm like, guys, this is just yeah. over above and beyond. So thanks to everything. Hey, Rich, what? we have a Patreon. The Patreon is now live. That's crazy. Bill actually God. went out and then put some tears on there, kind of spruced it up. Like I said, he's been doing, he's been burning the midnight oil behind the scenes for us. Nice. But we have a Patreon. Love uh, links will be in the show notes. And last but not least, we also have merchandise. Redbubble. Uh, Bill set up a Redbubble account. So if you wanted to walk around with a nice uh, Taverin the Podcast uh, hoodie or Taverin the Podcast coaster or mouse pad or sticker, go to Redbubble. Look Taverin up. We should be there. Nice. I know. Bill's been pipping us out beautifully. 
He's almost taking your job as pitch man. You, you yeah. could be the you could be the pitch man. He'll be the he'll be our pimp. I like that. That's a good. <laughs> but you know what? I need a drink. I need a drink too. I am going to uh, ask Rand if, if if he has any intentions with men because you know I may I may need to ask for her phone number. I'm gonna ask for a phone number. Now you know <laughs> what? You can have men. I'll go after. Eh, I'll just sit in the corner. I'll be creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in the corner and just stare at women all day. That's right. I'll I'll be there with uh, with Parent. We'll sulk together. You and the Wolf Boy. All right. That's right. All right. You have a go, one, man. Good. And then have fun on your next recording. I'm gonna yes. peace out. See you guys. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Now that our heroic trio have left the familiar confines of the two rivers, they find themselves being chased by all sorts of denizens of the Dark One. Our party has been scattered, and the boys separated from Marvrain and Lan. Let us hope that luck, or some other force, can keep them safe. Uh, Bill? Bill? Billiam! Put that dagger down! You have no idea where in creation that's been! No, no, Rich. I don't have an extra cloak with me. Maybe if you didn't ride your horse straight into the Aranel, you wouldn't have this problem, hmm? For crying out loud, Robert, I know that girl from Berlon said weird things to you, but you shouldn't let it get under your skin so much. What are you, Eleven? You all remind me of a younger version of myself. Why, back in Watch Hill, I would... Good evening, 003. The following is for your ears only and is classified above top secret by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Less than 24 hours ago, our contact meant that we can make this work, probably, podcast network intercepted an encrypted audio message sent over social media regarding the upcoming season of Podcasters Assemble, a hype rewatch podcast covering the James Bond films leading up to Bond 25. According to our intel, Season 1 covered the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while Season 2 focused on the Star Wars Skywalker saga. For this season, the Podcast Network is looking to recruit field operatives from around the world to reminisce about the Daniel Craig Bond movies, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre, and a countdown to the latest film in the franchise, No Time to Die. Your primary objective is to infiltrate Podcasters Assemble by recording and uploading your submissions at probablywork.com. Utilizing a two-way communications device with a built-in microphone, the latest from QBranch. In addition, MI6 believes that the first episode is going to be an overview of the series as a whole, showcasing everyone's favorite and least favorite Bond movies, Bond actors, Bond villains, secret layers, cold opens, vehicles, and gadgets from the franchise's history, and more importantly, your background with these films. For a full mission report, 
go to probablywork.com. The first episode is scheduled for release on March 6th. We're all counting on you, 003. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.